Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Reshape Your Health podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Morgan Nolte, and each week on this podcast, I share the knowledge, tips, and strategies that you need to get healthy, lose weight, and prevent disease. Now, currently, I offer a 12-week online training program called How to Lose Weight After 50. And this program includes weekly group coaching calls with me. We also have a private Facebook community and people can post questions in there whenever they want for me to answer either in the group or on the group coaching call. And this week's podcast episode is actually pulling from one of those coaching calls where people were concerned that their skill wasn't moving at least not as fast as they would like. And I'm not a huge tough love kind of girl, but I can definitely pull it out when needed especially when it comes to this topic, because I know that it's not the number that's most important for the majority of people. It's their quality and length of life, how they can better show up for their families, their coworkers, and their loved ones, and overall just developing a healthy and sustainable lifestyle. I definitely pulled out some tough love in that coaching call, and you're going to get a little taste of that today. Here's a rundown of what I'm covering in today's episode. I'm not going to cover everything that I did in the group coaching call, and I didn't want to just use a replay for the podcast episode because I wanted to distill some of the most important points that I gave my course members to share with you here. First, I'm going to give you two keys to avoid the traditional overwhelm that usually comes when you're trying to lose weight, especially if you're just getting started. Next, I'll take you through an exercise that you can do to help pinpoint where you need to focus if you aren't seeing progress in your weight loss. Remember that temporary change leads to temporary results. This exercise will help you prioritize your efforts to see consistent and lasting change. Lastly, I remind you that your weight is not the end-all be-all, and I encourage you to consider other signs of progress along your health journey. Specifically, I explain how changes in water habits and body composition may slow the scale and why you should love yourself no matter what the scale says. Unfortunately, stalls during weight loss are completely normal. Your body doesn't like change. It doesn't want to lose weight. But for your health and confidence and to prevent disease, it is well worth the effort that it takes to lose weight, no matter how long it takes. I know that stalls and weight loss can be terribly frustrating and discouraging. You may feel like you're trying so hard and not seeing any progress. You may just want to throw in the towel and go and emotionally eat, which would be very counterproductive. You may be kicking yourself that bad habits seem to be creeping up and working against you all of the time. You may be struggling with negative self-talk or self-doubt, like, can I really do this? If you're losing weight with traditional caloric restriction, you may feel like you're nothing but tired and hungry and cold. That's not the best mindset to be in to push past a weight loss plateau. If you aren't sure what the right things to do to lose weight for good are, I teach you everything that you need to know in my online training program. If you want to join the wait list to learn more about this program when it opens up again, I think it'll open up in July. Just go to reshapept.com forward slash yes. And here's the honest truth. Many people think that they need to know what they need to do to lose weight. 
but usually they only have parts of the puzzle. They need the rest of the pieces and an order that's easy to follow with someone to hold them accountable and coach them along the way, especially through the dreaded plateaus. It is not easy. Weight loss doesn't happen overnight. You aren't dieting, you're changing your lifestyle. And changing behavior takes a long time of working to be consistent. You're going to slip up and then you have to show up for yourself and try again over and over and over until it sticks. So if you are struggling to lose weight or if you've lost some but you can't seem to get the scale going again or if you've lost some and it's come back on, I want you to listen very closely to everything in this episode. Some of it might be a little bit hard to hear. But I'm guessing that if you read the title of this podcast episode and still clicked play, then maybe you were looking for a little bit of tough love and inspiration. Let's go ahead and jump in. The first point I want to share with you is the most common mistake I see people make when they're trying to get healthier or lose weight. They try to do too much at once and they get overwhelmed. It gets hard and they quit. They just plain quit on themselves. This starts a negative cycle in their head that they will quit again and they won't be able to do it and that they're a failure, etc. Just a bunch of negative thoughts that don't serve them and aren't helpful for future efforts to get back on track. One of my favorite quotes lately is losers quit when they fail. Winners fail till they succeed. I'm going to read that again. Losers quit when they fail. Winners fail till they succeed. So I hope that that really sunk in. And if you have felt like a failure, know that that's okay. And that sometimes I've heard this other quote, failure is the price of admission. We all fail. And it's not about that. It's about how you get back up and how you show up for yourself. Let me ask you something. Name one thing in your life that's meaningful and tell me that it was easy. No, life just doesn't work that way. Marriage takes work. Relationships take work. I studied countless hours to get my doctorate in geriatric specialty, and I keep learning every single day. It takes a lot of work. And guess what? Being pregnant and having a baby is hard, but it's so worth it. And you see the trend. Good things, great things are on the other side of hard. Embrace the work, embrace the hard. Another quote I absolutely love is get comfortable with being uncomfortable. I don't know if I will ever get there, but I tell myself that quote all of the time. And eventually, this sense of uncomfort, really a sense of growth, becomes your new normal. And it's really exciting when you live in that almost constantly because you know that you're continually striving to be a better version of yourself. When you go to lose weight, I want you to know that it will take work. It will be hard. You will have to get outside of your comfort zone. But just like every other area in life, that is where growth and change and progress happen. I have two keys for you to start your journey and not get overwhelmed and give up on yourself. The first is to embrace the hard work and discomfort. 
Know that if you are uncomfortable working hard outside of your comfort zone, learning and trying new things, this is good. This is where change happens. So get comfortable with being uncomfortable. The second key is to focus your efforts on only one to two priority action items at a time. It's okay to be learning a lot, but don't try to change a lot all at once. If you do, you're likely going to get overwhelmed and just give up, and I don't want that for you. I want you to succeed and reach all of, all of your goals to their very fullest potential. Remember that slow and steady wins the race. This brings me to my second piece of tough love, and that's that temporary change leads to temporary results. My friends, that is not what we want. Consistency is crucial for long-term health, plain and simple. If you want to age well, lose weight, and prevent disease, you have to change your lifestyle, not just go on a diet, not eat fake food products that aren't sustainable and that they're way too expensive. You have to learn how to live a healthy lifestyle. But where on earth should you start? You have so many options, all sorts of ideas running wild like a bunch of little bunnies on Easter and distracting you from figuring out what's really the most important thing to focus on first, and then second, and then third, and so on. If you have a weight loss plateau or stall, I usually go back to these first five steps. If you haven't yet mastered these five basic steps on a consistent basis, then you're not really at a weight loss stall. I want you to start here. And if you have, if you are consistent on these five steps, that's when we move down my list of things to optimize and prioritize so you can continue seeing results. This exercise could go far past just five steps. The opportunities to optimize are endless, and I help clients and course members do just that. But I wanted to just start you with five impactful things that you can start working on right away. First thing is first. In order to change any habit, you must be aware of your current habits. The best way to do this is to journal, to write it down. I want you to log everything you put in your mouth for a week. That might sound a little overwhelming, so if you want to just do a day or three days, fine, but just get started. You can do this with old-fashioned paper and pen or use a food tracking application. Write down what you ate and what time you ate it. You don't need to try and be perfect or change any of your current habits. This is just an exercise in becoming aware of your current habits. After you have about a week's worth of data, you can start to analyze your diet. I encourage people to continue tracking their food for accountability and continue troubleshooting when losing weight and into their maintenance phase to ensure that they're sticking to the good habits. So step number two, once you've logged your food, I want you to ask yourself where you can remove or reduce added sugar, and refined carbohydrates. I have a whole free workshop about how to get over your sugar addiction that I will link to in today's show notes. 
Many times people don't pay close enough attention to hidden sugar in their foods. They look at the front of the package, they buy the marketing, they never look at the ingredients or the food label on the back. One of my clients realized that she was getting seven grams of added sugar every morning from her gummy multivitamin and probiotic. A female shouldn't have more than about 24 grams of added sugar in a day, and really the less is better. That means that she was getting about a third of her daily recommended added sugar from her quote unquote healthy vitamins. How about special K cereal marketed as being healthy with slender models on TV? Out of the eight main ingredients, three of them are just different words for sugar. And that's the special K red berry cereal. One serving is one and a quarter cup of cereal, which would hardly fill a cereal bowl. More people, most people would have more than that in a single sitting. And one serving of this special K red berry cereal has 10 grams of added sugar, almost half of the sugar that you should have in a whole day, just from your quote unquote healthy cereal. Don't listen to the marketing, read your food labels and the ingredients. I will put a link to my favorite, easy, healthy breakfast recipes in the show notes if you want to download that for some different breakfast options that aren't full of added sugar. I know that breaking the sugar habit is a tough one, but I promise the less you have, the less you will want. Now, this also includes artificial sweeteners. I want you to treat those just like sugar and use them sparingly because most are still going to raise your insulin levels and make you crave more sweet stuff. The third question that I want you to ask after reviewing your food log is, are you drinking enough water? Staying hydrated by drinking enough water will not only boost your metabolism, like I talked about in a previous episode, but it will help keep your stomach full so that you're going to be less likely to have cravings and overeat. Lastly, I want you to ask yourself, are you eating enough protein? Protein will also help keep you feeling full And it's an essential nutrient to have when losing weight if you want to preserve the loss of lean muscle mass. I did a previous podcast freebie where I taught you how to estimate your protein needs and I gave you some of my favorite plant-based protein recipes. So I will link to that in the show notes. The last question that I want you to ask regarding your food log is, are you getting enough fiber? In general, women need at least 20 to 25 grams a day, and men need at least 30 to 35. I'll link to a blog post that I did a while back with great tables that have sources of fiber according to each food category or food group in the show notes for your reference. That would be a really good one for you to check out. So moving on to my last point for today's episode. In case you needed a reminder, you have worth and value just the way you are today. When losing weight properly, you will be more hydrated and building muscle. This will slow the process down because muscle weighs more than fat. I want you to go ahead and Google five pounds of muscle versus five pounds of fat and see while fat takes up more room than muscle, they're still going to weigh the same. So your clothes might be fitting differently even if the scale doesn't move because you're building more muscle. I want you to consider the process as a whole and find some good in it. Did you learn something new this week? Did you stick with your priority action item? 
Did you improve by just 1%? If so, celebrate. You don't need to have everything figured out right away. My friends, you have a lifetime to do this. I want you to enjoy the ride no matter what the scale says. You have value. You have meaning and you are loved. People in your life need you. Sure, you may be working towards becoming a better version of yourself, whether that's physically, mentally, spiritually, or emotionally, but aren't we always doing that? Try to embrace the growth, not a number. One of my favorite poems is called Patient Trust, and I'm going to wreck this guy's name, but Pierre Tillhard de Chagrin, I don't know. I don't know where he's from. I'm sure I butchered that name, but I will link to that poem in the show notes. And it's always provided me with comfort when I feel impatient with myself. And I'm not going to read the whole thing, but here's just a small quote from it. We are quite naturally impatient in everything to reach the end without delay. We should like to skip the intermediate stages. We are impatient of being on the way to something unknown, something new. And yet it is the law of all progress that is made by passing through some stages of instability and that it may take a very long time. And so I think it is with you. Your ideas mature gradually. Let them grow. Let them shape themselves without undue haste. Don't try to force them on as though you could be today what time that is to say grace and circumstances acting on your own goodwill will make of you tomorrow. It's really a great short read, and I would love to see you take the time um, and go read that and remind yourself to be patient with the process and enjoy the journey and come to love yourself no matter what any stupid scale says. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and wrap things up today with a recap of the main points. First, I talked about the biggest mistake I see when people try to start losing weight or get healthy. They change too many things at once. They get overwhelmed and they give up on themselves. Two keys to prevent that momentum killing overwhelm are to begin the journey knowing that it will be hard and embracing the discomfort knowing that nothing good in life comes easy. The next is to start small with just one or two priority action items and put 100% of your effort behind them and make them a habit and then move on to the next priority action item. Next, I gave you the first five steps I recommend to lose weight. Log your food, reduce your sugar and refined carbs, eat enough protein and fiber, and stay well hydrated. If you aren't doing all of those things, you have not reached a true weight loss stall. If you are doing all of those things on a consistent basis, there are still many other areas that we could work on to get you results. Lastly, I encourage you to be patient, gentle, and kind to yourself. Enjoy the journey and love yourself no matter what the scale says. Remember that you have worth and value and you mean more to so many people in your life than you know. It's okay to want to be a better version of yourself, but just be happy and embrace the journey as you go. I gave you a ton of resources in the show notes for today's episode. I would love to see you reflect on what I talked about today and think about what part of this episode you identified with the most, then take action from there. 
If you're struggling with negative self-talk and wish that you could love yourself right where you are, then go click on the link and read that poem, Patient Trust. If you're at a weight loss plateau, start from the beginning of my five recommendations and, and work your way down the list. If sugar is a struggle for you, consider working through my five-part video series for how to overcome your sugar addiction. Again, that's linked in the show notes. If you're struggling with consistency, as my grandma would say, put on your big girl pants and do it. You are in full control here. Remember, losers quit when they fail. Winners fail till they succeed. And you are a winner. You can do this. Nothing good comes without hard work and consistency. Just like your physical muscles take time to strengthen, so does your self-discipline, baby steps. You know, just pick one thing at a time and put all of your effort behind it. And in my group coaching calls, I focus so much on tips and strategies to actually change your habits and change your behavior. Because I know that willpower sometimes is just not enough. You need the specific recommendations and tools and strategies to take it one step and then the next step until you change your habit. If this episode really hit a chord with you and you're thinking, I need more of this in my life. Be sure to hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening to this podcast so that you never miss an episode. And if you're feeling extra nice, please leave a review and let me know what you think. That would mean the absolute world to me. Well, it has been a fun episode today. I really get into the self-growth and development topics, and I could go on and on about this stuff. I think you can hear it in my voice. But next week, I'm going to share with you some practical advice for how to eat well and stay on track when eating out. I'll talk about both restaurant eating and just social situations too. I know for me, those are usually where I'm most likely to veer off track, um, which is okay every now and then, but what's not okay is staying off track for several days following the party. I know we've all been there, myself definitely included, and I'm excited to share some strategies with you next week um, for how to overcome that. I'll talk with you at the same time, same place. Bye for now.